the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh my goodness, what a difference. Uh, What am I talking about? The dueling border visits by... uh, President Joe Biden, former President Donald Trump. I'll uh, I'll give you my thoughts on it here in just a moment. But welcome. It's the 4 o'clock hour of Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump are making their border visits Right now, and uh, no, as we speak. And I'm looking up at our monitor in the studio, and there is a split screen. Joe Biden on the left, Donald Trump on the right. (laughs) And I'm sure that's probably intentional. Get it on the left of the screen, the right of the screen. Anyway, Uh, now, Joe Biden is in Brownsville. There's not much happening in Brownsville. I mean, very little, not a whole lot. And where President Biden is in Brownsville, to my knowledge, unless this changes later, he's not even close to the actual border. He's in. Uh, he's going to meet in a small room with a handful of officials, local officials and so forth. They're waiting for him to come into the room, and I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eight people in the room, and they're all standing there waiting for the president to enter. And there is a little six-foot-long table on wheels and some stuff lying on the table. On the other side, Donald Trump is at the border. No, he is at the border. He is at the river. He is standing where he could actually touch the razor wire, and you can, I'm looking at, you can see on the other side of the river the illegal immigrants who want to come across the river. He's there. He's with Governor Abbott, and of course he's surrounded with Secret Service and all of that stuff. But, I mean, now seriously, that's pretty gutsy. He is, and again, the picture, and by the way, he's at Eagle Pass, which is one of the absolute worst areas where illegal immigrants are streaming across the Rio Grande River and uh, coming into America. And I'm looking at it, and you you can see the illegal immigrants. Trump can see them on the other side of the river. And I'm just looking at this split screen and the differences could not be 
greater. Where Biden is, is obviously a staged thing, very, very safe with a handful of people. And here's Trump out in the middle. I mean, right at, he is at the bank of the river where the razor wire is looking across the river. And um, you can see a whole group of illegal immigrants right on the other side of the river. I'm just, I, um, if if Joe Biden actually thought, and by the way, by the way, this trip for Trump, if if my information is correct, and I believe it is, President, former President Trump's trip to the border was scheduled weeks ago. This was not spur of the moment. That was weeks ago. The trip for President Biden happened very quickly, very suddenly. Uh, Did President Biden know that Donald Trump was going to be there? Uh Uh-huh. Did he choose to go the same day? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. If uh, And uh, Trump is now walking away from where they were. They're still walking right down the border. There's military vehicles there and so forth. And um, if, if, if Joe Biden actually thought he could go to the border on the same day as Donald Trump and look good, Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, this is not going to help him. Uh, Biden, I'm saying, it is not going to help him. The difference is just incredible. All right. Enough of that. Um, I'm still looking, um, watching for Joe Biden. A few more people have come into the room waiting for Joe Biden. And now there are uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, there's, there's probably a dozen people now in the room. So Biden is in a sterile room. Donald Trump is walking outside along the border where the problem is. All right. Like I said, he, um, enough of that. Uh, I wanted to get in. No, I don't have time. I'll do that this after the break. The uh, first gentleman, is that what they call him? Kamala Harris's husband, Doug Imhoff. Interesting, they don't share the last name. Hmm, yeah, well, she's a liber. Uh, anyway, Doug Imhoff, the uh, husband of Vice President Kamala Harris, by the way, uh, he's Jewish. I don't think he's Orthodox by any means. And he's quite wealthy. He's not poor. Uh, has a plan to end hunger. Do away with it. Abolish hunger. How many times have we heard that? I'll, uh, I'll deal with that after the break. Uh, let, me, let me get to this. Uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson... By the way, let me let me just say this. I wish the far right conservatives in the House of Representatives 
would leave Mike Johnson alone and let him do his job. We're going to replace him. Stop it. Just stop it. You did that. Anyway, Mike Johnson invited Pastor Jack Hibbs of Calvary Chapel in uh, Chino Hills, California. Jack Hibbs appears here on WRFD uh, every day. Uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson invited Jack Hibbs to open the House of Representatives with prayer, which is not unusual at all. And everyone who is invited to pray is given a list of do's and don'ts, what you're supposed to say and what you're not supposed to say. So Jack Hibbs submitted the text of a a suggested prayer. He didn't promise. He just said, well, this is what I might use. And then when he actually prayed, he uh, said, you know what? I'm going to pray like I always do. Well, a large group of Democrats have officially protested his prayer. Why? He referred to God as Father. The liberal Democrats have said, that is gender insensitive. Oh, and then he mentioned Jesus. And he said that Jesus was crucified for people's sins. The Democrats are saying, you're not supposed to evangelize. Democrats said, you're not supposed to indoctrinate. And then he ended his prayer in Jesus' name. Twenty-six Democratic members of the House of Representatives have filed an official complaint because of his prayer, which is a prayer that any Christian pastor would pray. Yeah, there is the attempt to completely secularize America, and we're suffering the consequences. All right, we'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. This is an honest question. Honest question. When are reasonable people with at least even average intelligence, when are they going to wake up and say, wait a minute, we have heard this hundreds of times before. It has never been true yet. Why should we believe it is true now, what am I talking about? The war on poverty. Ending hunger. Now, hey, listen, please, please do not misunderstand me. I am not diminishing the plight of people living in poverty or being hungry. I'm not diminishing that. I'm certainly not making fun of it. But what I am saying is, we have heard for years and years, decades, generations, elect us, we're going to end hunger. 
It was not long ago. Uh, oh, boy, I wish I could think who it was. Uh, here in Columbus, I'm watching the evening news. And a new task force was formed. We are going to end hunger. No, you're not. I wish you could. It'd be great. We hear this all the time. We're going to end hunger by 1974. That didn't happen. Uh, We're going to end hunger by 1982. Didn't happen. Uh, We're going to end hunger by... You pick the date. Back in the 60s, Lyndon Baines Johnson began the, quote, war on poverty, end quote. And basically what he was saying, you keep us left-wing liberal Democrats in control and we will end poverty. We are proclaiming war on poverty. That was in the 60s. Poverty is worse in America today, particularly among minorities today, than it was then. The war on poverty not only did not help, it has made things worse. And I double-dog dare you to prove me wrong on this. Give me facts. Well, here's the latest. Headline. Imhoff, that is Doug Imhoff, the first gentleman, I believe that's the correct term, the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris, Imhoff, unveiling $1.7 billion in new commitments to Biden anti-hunger campaign. Yep. They're going to end hunger? Yeah, they are. They're, they're, all, all they want is a $1.7 billion, because remember, remember, please remember, with the liberal left, the answer is always what? Class? Say it out loud, class. More money. You can solve any problem with just more money. The story. Doug Emhoff, the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris, attends a roundtable discussion with Jewish leaders about the rise of anti-Semitism and so on and so forth. Uh, the second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, unveiled $1.7 billion, get this, get this, in new commitments to the Biden administration's efforts to end hunger by the end of the decade. End hunger. Not just not just diminish it. End it. Done. Over. No hungry people. Nope, nope, nope. By the end of the decade, no hunger. The list includes more than 140 commitments from nonprofits, insurers, health systems, local officials, and academia. Sixteen cities across the country have pledged to create. You ready? You already know, don't you? You already know. To create task forces and action plans to end hunger. Yeah. What does the liberal left always, always, always do when there's a problem? We're going to create a task force. And uh, we will only need a few million dollars to underwrite the task force. 
How many times have we seen this in Columbus? A new task force. A task force this. Uh, we're having uh, violence in our schools. We have established a task force. Uh, we have uh, uh, a record number of homicides in Columbus. Well, we have established a new task force. No, I'm serious. How many times have we heard this? Now, what do these task forces do? Well, they get a bunch of people, sit around tables, spend a whole lot of money, and usually, usually accomplish nothing. Yeah. Uh, The $1.7 billion in new initiatives. Now, again, I don't want to be repetitious. But how many new initiatives have we seen from the liberal Democrat left since the mid-60s? Probably thousands. And everyone. Now, this new initiative is going to work. The last 478 haven't, but this one's going to work. Okay. The $1.7 billion in new initiatives adds to the $8 billion announced in September of 2022 when President Biden set a goal of ending hunger by 2030. So they pledged $8 billion in September of 2022, a year and a half. I challenge you to see if hunger in America is any better today than it was in September of 2022 when they pledged $8 billion. And now, just another $1.7 billion, and they're going to end hunger by 2030. Now, am I opposed to trying to end hunger? No. No. But the answer is not more money in another task force. All right. (laughs) We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.